Texas Podcast Massacre contains spoilers and adult language. For more horror, visit us at our website at texaspodcastmassacre.com. Welcome to another episode of Texas Podcast Massacre, coming to you from Houston, Texas. I'm your host, Mitch, and with me, as always, is my mad scientist assistant, Nate. I'm good, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This, This is, you know... We, this is what our like third or fourth of these theme months, Nate. And this is, we're ending on what I think is a high note. Uh, <laughs> I may, we may have some disagreements coming, but I, I'm excited. Uh, welcome to another episode of Texas Podcast Massacre, where each week we take a look at a different horror movie and debate a horror related topic with our unsuspecting victim, who's usually someone we would not consider a horror fan. Uh, this week we are wrapping up. This is week five of our Man versus Animal series. Five weeks, Nate. Can you can you believe that? We made it. If it was up to me, it'd be 15 weeks. But mm, you know uh, five's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, I mean quarantine. Yeah, exactly. It, That's what we should do. Okay, hold on. It's like you know, I've been I've been kind of growing out like a like a quarantine beard in my hair. I mean, we we should, as a protest against coronavirus, do an animal movie. Every week until this ends. What do you think about that, Mitch? You know, we probably will not run out of animal movies, so it could work. It could work. Okay. Uh, you may okay. have already already just heard, but we have brought some unsuspecting victims for you in our returning good friends of the show, Liz and David. Welcome back. Hello. Howdy ho. I like that we're good friends. It's, all, it's, it's only been 60 episodes. Uh, the last movie you guys did was Zombie. So Yeah, have, you're welcome. You and that had a zombie shark fight. That was Animal Oh, it was Animals, so yes. Oh, it was, yeah. There See? you go. Wait, sorry, hold on, time out. Do you have bad friends of the podcast? Uh, we do. We do. They get worse movies than y'all do. <laughs> what, what? Wow. wow. <laughs> It's we were possible. going through the list yesterday, and I was like, I brought so much more to the table than what Nate has dished out to me. Look, Actually, look, look, you didn't have to watch Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. <laughs> you didn't have to watch that movie, so consider like yourself lucky. It was I, terrible. I think either today or yesterday was like the three-year anniversary of, a, of me doing The Void with you guys, which was my first appearance, Spooky Triangles. Uh, it was. Yeah. I think I saw the uh, the Facebook memory episode <laughs> episode nine that that started our hate affair with the state of Idaho. We, you know, <laughs> I haven't just Idaho in a lot of in a while, Mitch, and I just got to throw it out. Idaho, stop downloading. I see downloads. All right, <laughs> there people have downloaded from there. I don't know why. We, Please stop. We don't we have our episodes. <laughs> we don't. We don't know if anyone in Idaho watches uh, horror movies. Frankly, we don't care. It's a demographic we can do without. <laughs> I was going to say, to them, they're documentaries. Yeah, it's just life. <laughs> get, get Out was just like, yeah, that's Wyoming. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah, wrecked, I Idaho. Mean, we took a day trip there. <laughs> well, yeah, so I love the you know, I love the Idaho. Hey, we need to find more Idaho-based horror movies. I guess, according to y'all, that would just be the news. 
but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, especially now, though, really. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Big <laughs> oof. Now it hurts. <laughs> but yeah, so th- we're, we're ending we're ending the month off with Tammy and the T-Rex. I mean, we went, we could have gone Jurassic Park. We could have gone, I mean, I think there's another, I remember, Nate, you know, we talk about the uh, the old VHS, uh, like, horror section at, like, you know, the grocery stores and stuff where they had the really campy movies. I remember there used to be one that had some, like, it was another dinosaur one that looked really, like, campy bad. Um, I think it was literally called Dinosaur. Are you hmm. aware of this at all? I, well, I don't think I've seen any dinosaur I, horror movies. I'm foreign, so I'm pleading the, the whatever amendment gives me the right to not know shit because I'm foreign. <laughs> That's well, there, there was that one dinosaur amendment, probably. There was that one uh, dinosaur Hunger Games movie I sent you, Mitch, that was called The Jurassic Games. That uh, you know didn't quite make the cut, but uh, watch that. Why are we not watching that actively? That, that, well, okay, now we have you. Whenever we do, we'll call you guys. Although no, 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 you can make a case that maybe Theodore Rex was a was a dinosaur horror movie. Uh, for those who don't remember, that's the movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh no! <laughs> well, I'll just I'll just that put that in the Google machine and uh, enjoy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, look, I I swear this movie exists, but I cannot find it. So hmm. anyway, yes, they're, uh, they're, you know, we wanted to go a dinosaur horror movie and Tammy and the T-Rex is the one we, we watched. Maybe it was Carnosaur. That's what I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, that's a better name. I like is. that. No. Uh, yeah. So Nate, we saw this. We saw the gore cut of this movie at Fantastic Fest. Um, and Yeah. We've been so excited. It is Carnosaur, by the way. I did. I did Google that. So okay. Yeah. You have this on VHS. Do you understand what a pain in the ass it is to find this video? <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate. It. I bought this. I bought the Blu-ray of this. Uh, what did you have to do to watch Tammy and the T-Rex? Pay ten dollars to get a month of Showtime. Yeah, and then cancel it. No, you could. You could have got Shutter instead. That's only like four bucks. No. No, it was eleven bucks on both. I think. No, Shutter's like four bucks a month. Yeah, well. And and we're not shills, but if Shutter was chomp- to this <laughs> month, we got chomped by. Sh- yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's worth any price. I think we can spare that, that extra seven dollars. Yeah, it's it's worth any price. So I mean, you get you know. No gore cut though, so no. I don't know what we missed, but. Wait, hold on! You didn't watch the gore cut? It wasn't available to us. Oh no! <laughs> no, the gore cut is the best part. <laughs> no wonder you hate this movie so much. <laughs> I don't think that would have changed my opinion on. No, that. it changes it pretty dramatically. Um, wow. Okay. Well, this is going to be something, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, we get, get ready. I, you know, like it's good. Uh, I, I I meant to watch the the non gore cut to see what the difference was. Uh, so this will be good. All right, but look, before I we mean, get... I mean, ours was disgusting, so I'm sure... I'm sure there was, you know, some overlap. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. I really hope you got to watch it. If not, I mean, I know you're not going to rewatch it, but you should. No. Uh, <laughs> you see, you should have saved that. Uh, I'm surprised Showtime doesn't have the gore cut ready to, to go on it, you know? You know, um, I would say I'm surprised, but I'm not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, look, well... It's great to have y'all back. Uh, before we get into uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, let's 
have a little debate. Bid our father, the sea king, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with punch and slime. That's what this movie needed was more Willem Dafoe. Or any Everything Willem Dafoe. needs more Willem Dafoe in my book. Agreed. I get Ladywood for him, and I'm like the only woman on earth, probably. But yeah, all about that. No, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe has a level of swag that you can't you can't fight. You can't quantify that. Yeah, everyone knows that. Willem Dafoe is in that pantheon of busted ass looking dudes that you know, like you know, you're like yeah, yeah. That that's what that's what busted ass looking dudes should aspire to be. So apparently, Willem Dafoe has a ginormous penis. <laughs> <laughs> And that, and that doesn't shock me. It isn't yeah. shocking. Yeah. How do you know this, Nate? He was in a movie, um, like an early 90s movie. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but he was in a movie. And I remember uh, I was there's was, I was there's the director was doing an interview and he was talking about. He was doing this scene and Willem Dafoe's junk was so big, he had to shoot it in a different way to not get it like an like an X rating, like mm-hmm. for even the outline. Like, cause it was, was like so big. I was telling David about a uh, John Hamm's giant cock too earlier about how everyone knows that you know he has yeah. a very large. But apparently, John Hamm's like very self conscious about like he has specially fitted pants for his penis, but like he's <laughs> very self conscious <laughs> about it. Like does not like talking about it, which is extra hilarious to me because it makes me feel like if I ever met him, I'd be like, "Hey, giant Wang, what's up?" Oh man, I, I okay. What I love the, the movie is <laughs> went on a Let's go. The back. movie, the movie's called uh, Body of Evidence, and it stars Madonna <laughs> and Willem Dafoe. So get ready. The pro- okay, could you imagine though? I mean, you're unsuspecting. He's talking about the unsuspecting victim. Uh, it drops trial. You look down, and then you look up, and then you just get Willem Dafoe crazy face staring back at you, like, <laughs> like just that. Re- I mean, that is a that is a dichotomy of crazy shit happening. No, I'm telling you, that works for me over here. <laughs> well, there you go, Willem Dafoe. If you're listening, we will we will patch you over <laughs> pronto. I'm I'm kind of glad pass for Liz over here. <laughs> that Lisa isn't here to chime in and be disgusted with me. That everybody can just be disgusted when I don't have to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 yeah, she'll, she'll let you know when she listens to the episode. I'm sure it'll come back. Uh, so, uh, look, let's, let's talk about this movie. Um, in the, in Taming the T-Rex, uh, Paul Walker, I mean, I don't, this isn't a spoiler, but I, I guess maybe it is. Who knows? He gets his brain put into an animatronic T-Rex. That's, that's the premise of this movie. Uh, yep. that's what we're here for. Let me ask you though. Uh, and this may be a, a, a an easy question. No, knowing who we have on the show, but if you had to, if you were Paul Walker and you were getting your brain put into an animatronic animal of some sort, what fingers crossed, what are you hoping for? And before, before y'all go, I actually, as a little surprise for our listeners, cause I know y'all been missing her. Uh, I was able to get Lisa to a watch this movie, which she's still mad at me and then B to answer these questions. So here's what Lisa said. Then we'll, we'll, we'll give ours. Yeah, so I thought long and hard about this. There's there's a lot of options. T-Rex, no thank you. They really overdid it with this T-Rex's arms. No. The whole the T-Rexes are notorious for having no tiny arms, you know? Big head, little arms. So that was ridiculous. What I would do if 
forced to, obviously, is I would want to get put back in the body of a dog. And I'll tell you why. The reason why is because I'm going to get adopted by Liz and David and I'm going to go live at their house because I don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast before, but they love their dogs just as much as they love their own child. And I would live like a queen in their house. So that's what I would do. A strong to very strong opening. Uh, Liz and David, comment. <laughs> I mean, it's factual. <laughs> In fact, one of our dogs goes to physical therapy because he has a bad back. Yeah, I mean, once a week. He gets an underwater treadmill, laser treatments, and massage. Yeah, he actually has like a balance exercise that he has to do. Yeah, no, uh, she's probably right. We, They're we, pampered. Yeah, she'd have a good life as one of our dogs. Well, and if you're animatronic, you're not even going to have back problems. So, I yes, mean, this is win win. Win win. I mean, you may have to get like, yeah, yeah WD 40. Designed porgy mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you're just purchasing lubricant. That that's it. Yeah. That's all you need. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So so uh, one with the with the thinking answer. Mm-hmm. Now, now, David, how about you? I mean, I I assume you've got one just just because I know you. I see so you got one loaded up already. Of course, of course, I'd be a bear. Because why wouldn't I be a bear? Fast, can fuck things up, can eat things. Large, long period of time. Yeah, like yeah, you know, cuddly. If you really want to go that route, there's nothing wrong with bears. You know, they're all around great. You know, sort of animal balance choice. Solitary, lazy. My only other thought would be though, like if I was picking a second, it would be a shark yeah. or a whale or something that's in the sea where like you're not in a lot of danger because there's not as many people around. Because I'm thinking, like, if you're an animatronic anything, eventually they're going to come and just blow you the fuck up, you know? You see a bear running around, you're eventually going to be like, okay, can I, like, bazooka this bear out of existence? Wait, so you want to, hold on, so you want to be an animatronic thing in salt water? (laughs) That's that's what you're telling me. I I imagine someone figure that part out to make it animatronic and in the water, you know? Like, there are ways. No. Who did, who did that? What? Someone, I'm, I'm, I'm saying if I had my wish of things, I'm not telling you I know the engineering details behind making a fucking animatronic shark that can resist the corrosion powers of salt, but, like, someone can figure that out. We have better materials these days than just, like, fucking, I don't know, iron and steel. Like, we have things that are corrosion resistant. It's ambitious. Now, I'd, be coded, I'd be coded in like uh, something. I don't know. Teflon, <laughs> titanium. Who cares? Now, David, I, I, I guess that you were you were going to pick bear. So I need to I need you to be specific with me because we. Yeah, it could Kodiak. be. It could be. When in doubt, go Kodiak. OK, because it could also be one of the country time country time bears at Disney. <laughs> Probably more similar to his personality. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, cool. I mean, yeah. uh, like an animatronic Yogi the Bear is probably my actual spirit animal, <laughs> and, like, and that it's like a Kodiak bear. It's probably more like Boo Boo. Oh, uh, Boo Boo was like a smooth talker. Oh, that's right, Boo. Yeah, no, more like that's not you. No, <laughs> no. What's the oafiest bear that we have in? Oh, uh, we watched Paddington recently, and that oh, was yeah. a very oafy bear. Yeah, Paddington. That's probably what I'd end up being. Okay. You yeah. know, oafy, Peruvian, slightly charming, but meh. Yeah, yeah, not everyone's flavor. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I, you know, I, I couldn't let you get off just with bear. I had, to, I had, to, I had to probe a little bit on that one. Uh, and by the way, we just decided animatronic <laughs> Paddington bear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I get a coat out of the deal. That's nice. I like it. I want that coat. That coat looks cool. And a hat. 
I like it. Uh, Nate, we'll, we'll bounce over to you. What, what, uh, what are you going with? So for me, um, there was like a, uh, there was like a, um, rip off Chuck E. Cheese, uh, that was called Celebration Station. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Celebration Station. Uh, nearby where I lived when I grew up, uh, and they had the whole animatronic animal thing. That was the greatest thing of all time. Actually, I got to go in there. So the place, unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I, again, maybe, you know, maybe lubricant costs as much as, you know, dog back therapy. Um, <laughs> place went out of business. I'm not sure if it was just the maintenance of the animatronics or what, uh, or all the child deaths, probably. Who knows? Uh, Don't forget the last stations. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably more likely, unfortunately. Uh, I got to go in there after it closed down, actually, uh, and mess around. And all the animatronics, all the animatronics were there. This is pre Five Nights at Freddy's, but essentially it was Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's. So uh, it was creepy as shit. Uh, Those animatronics are ridiculously creepy when they're not moving and they're already like stuck in facial expressions. Uh, and that's what I want to do to other people. So I want to be <laughs> one of those. Um, one of the characters, if I remember correctly, was like a giant mouse. Uh, and a giant mouse seems like it would be perfect. Uh, you scavenge, uh, you're cute looking and, uh, you know, worst case scenario, uh, you get caught in a barn you know, an animatronic mouse in a barn doesn't stick out nearly as much as a T-Rex. So maybe you're not getting massively gunned down by a ton of police officers. Oh, so you're going to be at like a tiny, like, r- like rat size, like an- mouse size animatronic mouse or like. No, a, no, like it, it, like it's a life size. It's a life size mouse, but a life size mouse, uh, you know, can actually function. Right. Like I could cuddle with my high school girlfriend as this huge mouse. Right. Which you can't do as a T-Rex. So in high school, no, so yes. And I'm talking about the movie. So, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it would be perfect, uh, in terms of like, it could be a lot worse. Like if I was a shark, couldn't cuddle with Denise Richards at all. So as a mouse, totally can't. Well, that's, that's an answer. Uh, Liz, what about you? Uh, so I'm not as creative as these two, I guess. And I know that you guys, I've told you on multiple occasions that Red Dead is currently what I'm playing. I was talking to David about it earlier. The mountain lions fuck people up in like 4.5 seconds. And so I'm going with mountain lion. I think it's funny that both me and Liz immediately went for the like, we are going to go fuck some things up <laughs> in our animatronic state. Well, like our number one I'm goal. I'm not going to be happy about this. Yeah. So. Our number one goal is not to like return to normality. Our number one goal is to go <laughs> wreck some shit. Hey, when in Rome, you know, I mean, that's, <laughs> uh, that, uh, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I think, I mean, look for animal, it's not okay. So I had a bet, I had a better answer, but it's not an animal, but I'll get to it. For me, it was a, a hippo. Like one of the ones that like the, the, the Disney safari shit, uh, I, for the same reason though, with y'all listen to me because hippos could fuck shit up. I mean, yeah, hippos do, yeah for sure. Hippos are mean. Yeah. Now, if I could pick the deadliest animal, a.k.a. human, I would be picking animatronic Abraham Lincoln from the Hall of Presidents. Hmm. No one suspects Honest Abe. That's, you know, 
I love that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not an animal, so it doesn't technically count for the. But I'm but, gonna I'm gonna emancipate this blood from your body. Then, <laughs> I do believe uh, they were talking in the movie about like I I don't know why they started with the T Rex, <laughs> but the idea was to transition to making human animatronics. Well, you always do animal testing first, right? I mean, before you go yeah, to the trials. You do some, like, you know, small mammal, then a small primate, then a large primate, then a human. Why yeah. did you go T-Rex? <laughs> you know, like, what's the, what's the natural evolution from T-Rex to human? Yeah. I don't know. The natural evolution is that's what they had on hand to the movie. That's, so that's, <laughs> that's, that's a reasonable answer. They had, well, they had a T-Rex on hand. Also, I just realized yes. you said yes. technically Abraham Lincoln is not an animal, but more technically, yes, he is. Not the yeah. one that, that... No, I'm saying humans are animals. So oh, yes, yes, technically no, yes, is yes, 100% animal, accurate. But even more technically, yes, it's an animal. Well, okay, so I, I got one last quick thing to ask you. So, okay, we've done... Um, we have done five movies for this month about man versus animals. We looked at uh, prehistoric piranhas from Piranha 3D. Uh, we mm-hmm. have looked at uh, super intelligent, genetically engineered uh, sharks in Deep Blue Sea. We looked mm-hmm. at a genetically engineered uh, dog in Man's Best Friend and obviously the T-Rex. And we have uh, also talked about... Uh, shit, what was the first one we did, Nate? Oh, um... Why am I like on the first one we did, Nate? Who are we, who are we missing? It's uh, Uncaged. Ah, yes, The Lion in Amsterdam. Nothing really special about The Lion, just a regular straight old lion. All right, you're in one of these situations. <laughs> What's your, what, do you, what do you have your best chance and worst chance of surviving against? Um, we can, we'll, go, we'll go a little bit in reverse order. I, I, for me, I mean, I, don't, I feel like I, I do good against the, uh, the T-Rex. It doesn't seem like it moves very fast because of the animatronics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not think I would do very well with uh, with either the piranha or the shark. Not a strong swimmer. Who's next? Liz? Liz, yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, dog for sure is who I'm choosing to go up against because I would love the dog and it would in return love me. I didn't see the movie because I can't see anything with dog violence, but I'd make Wait, it work. But OK, so let's say the dog did kill you. No, the dog wouldn't kill dog. me. But let's say the dog did kill you. You're OK. Worth like it. you're like, that's how you would want to go out. Yeah, that's cool. Like, right. Like if there's one <laughs> I animal. I respect the dog's choice. <laughs> <laughs> If it had to kill her, her would be like, it probably had a reason, you know? Liz is just lying there getting, getting just like eaten by this dog. Be like, you know, you had a choice of humans you could kill and you chose me and we appreciate that. Sure. (laughs) No, no. She'd just be too busy going, oh, puppers. Good dog. Uh, Nate, what, what, what do you think you're, you're surviving against? I mean, look, I don't like going in like, uh, I don't like going in oceans really. So sharks don't, I mean, I'll go against a shark cause I'll never be interacting with it. So that's easy. What if there's a shark NATO? Mm. There's a shark NATO. Uh, my wife's a meteorologist. I make sure that she lets me know how it goes ahead of time. And then I get what out. If, of what if she doesn't, what if she sees a shark NATO coming? She goes, now's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I man, I mean, then I would be I would be in trouble. She'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's not that serious. You should try to go walk out and like you know, take a video." Or yeah, something. just go look outside real quick. Just see, you'll yeah, see it's nothing. I would believe her. So if I was gonna get betrayed in some way, that's how it would be. But most likely, I would hope that that would not happen. So I, I really hope that you asked your wife literally, like, "Hey, can you tell me how you'd forecast a Sharknado? Like, would there be a shark seed event?" <laughs> would any of your ensemble models pick it up? Is there a European model that would catch like the trends in sharkness? Like, how would you go about it? And just, uh, so I, just I, I, I did watch. I did watch the movie with her, and she uh, was uh, like, uh, "She's like, that's no, that's not how it forms." <laughs> <laughs> that's the part. I love that. That's the part. <laughs> it was like, from, from the jump, it was just like, nah, nah, not even close. Uh, like, All right, cool. So, they didn't. They didn't have. The, they didn't have the budget to to consult an actual meteorologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, they did not. There's like oh. tornadoes just like crossing path. Like they're just like crisscrossing. They're crossing the streams. They're doing all kinds of shit. It doesn't matter. It's uh, like a category 100 like tornado. I think at the end of Sharknado, it's it's pretty that great. Right. So so who are you? So who are you? So it sounds like Shark is both both your most likely to survive and least likely to survive based on sure. that, based on the delivery method. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, look. We live. I mean. You know, we live on, on the north side of Houston, so I mean, we're not even that close to the water anymore. I don't even know how Sharknado makes it onto land far enough for me to even interact with a Sharknado. Don't tempt Houston. Yeah. Don't don't, yeah. don't put that evil on us, motherfuckers. As, as, as we have a hurricane just south of us. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane Jaws. Yeah, exactly. Come through. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one I have the least. So the shark, I, I I'm the most confident about. Um, I do, however, love freshwater, and that's where the piranhas could get me. Um, I love being in lakes and canoeing, uh, all you know, in all freshwater uh, areas. So that's probably where I would be. I'd be hosed. It would be the piranhas. Yeah. I mean, piranhas coming out of the bottom of a lake. I mean, you have no warning. You have absolutely no chance. So that's that's how I would die. And you know, to be honest, if I if I die in a lake, not the worst thing in the world. I like the optimism of, of this group. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it was like, you know, I'm all right with if that's how I if that's how I go. That's how I go. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Davina, what do you raise me to a Sharknado, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The marriage wasn't meant to last. <laughs> all right, David. What about you? Uh, my immediate reaction was was Mitch's. I agree with you. I'm like that that T-Rex is slow as fuck, very large, and you could see it from a long, like from a mile away. Just run. Keep running. Like it's not gonna catch you. It's not a if it was a real T-Rex, sure, I'm concerned, but it's an animatronic one. It's kinda slow. Um, he's also got like a teenage kid inside him, so distracted by boobies. Yeah, and wow. it's and it's not even just a teenager, it's Paul Walker inside him. So you know he has like two brain cells hitting <laughs> each other. Uh, wow. I don't care. <laughs> I would I didn't I on. think he was I don't know. No, no. no. Paul I don't Walker. think he was like fucking a noble laureate, but I think he wasn't no, as dumb as he appeared. You tell you you say that uh you know a shark can't be stealth, but did you see the shark just sneak up an entire uh uh cemetery? So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know best. about that. Uh, that's the best part. <laughs> so uh, okay, yeah. So I I'm taking my chances with the animatronic T Rex for sure. Um, and then. I mean, again, I'm with Mitch on that one. I think the, the especially that shark, not any shark. If you tell me just a random shark, I'm taking my chances with the shark. That's fine. But the shark from Deep Blue Sea, 
That you're, thing, you're taking your chances with fucking shark. What world? No, no. I mean, like, you know, relative to the other things we're talking about, I'm like, yeah, that's that's just as terrifying as a lion. Like, if a lion sees you, wants to eat you, you're you're equally dead. But the deep blue sea shark is not just like an average shark. It's not like comparable to an average lion. So, yeah, if I'm anywhere near water and that shark is around, apparently it can figure out modern technology. Uh, you're super fucked. Um, I haven't seen that movie in like 12 years, so. I just remember that every step of the way, it, outmar- it outsmarts human beings that are trying to use technology to protect themselves purely from the shark, and they all fail terribly at I it. do believe LL Cool J survives, so if he could, I think I'm good too. Wait, that's is correct. Yeah. That is correct? Okay. Yeah. But LL Cool J's parrot did not make no, it. No, his, his parrot died. Parrot. And Samuel Jackson, clearly. Famously, did not. Yeah, that I remember. My my only other thought would be, uh, you know, maybe and and maybe the lion is my worst matchup because I'd be delicious to a lion (laughs) based on my diet because I just eat terrible food and I'm sure that just translates to a nice (laughs) like one of those like wagyu beef uh, cows or marble. You're marbled. Yeah, I have some good marbling in me, which is not going to fare well. Whereas like the, maybe with the shark, I can just figure out a way to like not piss him off, you know, just be like, you know what, shark, I'm not going to get in your way. I'll, I'll just fucking peace out and you go do your shark things. So maybe I have a shot there. I certainly don't with the lion. The lion's going to fucking eat me. So lion or shark for my my least likely to survive, you know, choice. Hey, all right. Well, you know, it makes sense too with the with taste because they do say that sharks uh, think humans taste terrible. So, you know, that that could be a a factor in your favor, uh, Lisa. Okay, so I definitely think that I let's start with the best shot. I definitely think that I would have the best shot in this movie because I would have been nice to Paul Walker from the beginning. So I feel like when he saw me, he he'd do exactly what he did with Denise Richards friends. He would pick me up and dust me off and be like, hey, friend, how's it going? He would probably try and enlist me to help figure out that it's him. So I think I'd be OK there. Uh, the worst. Um, I don't go out into the ocean or the sea that much. So I think I'm OK with the sharks and the piranhas. Um Man's best friend. I don't know. I, I think I think the lion. I think the lion's where I'd have the worst shot. I just don't think I'm fast enough, or strong enough, or anything like that to get away from the lion. So I think I think I'd be. It would be very tough there. But uh, a newborn's kicking my butt right now. So you know, there's there's always that. No one, no one can survive the newborn. Um, I say animatronic toddler. That would be the death of all of us. Someone, someone tell Lisa that piranhas are freshwater. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to be the one to break it to her, but someone mentioned that. Yeah, I'll 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 be sure to let you tell her next time. <laughs> <Y'all talk>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well look, that there's uh those are picks. Uh if you think differently, do you what do you think I guess we want to know who you uh would survive against or not survive against. Let us know at Texas Podcast Massacre at gmail.com, TX Pod Massacre on Twitter and Texas Podcast Massacre everywhere else. All right, without further ado, I am so excited. Let's get into this week's movie of the week, Tammy and the T-Rex. Everything in Tammy's life is just great. 
But when you're young and in love, life can get very complicated, especially when it involves an insanely jealous creep. That's my lady, all right? Late night phone calls. I want you to come over. Yes! Sneaking around in your own house. Did you lock the door? Don't worry. Your boyfriend getting dumped in a wild animal park. And a crazy doctor. Well, that's it. Who turns out to be a mad scientist. And if you're going to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs, right? With an insane invention that only needs a brain. But this Tyrannosaurus Rex just wants to be a party animal. Even when you tell the truth, nobody believes it anymore. It was a dinosaur. What? It's more than a machine with a brain. I mean, it's a machine with feelings. We're on the brink of something special. We are going to be immortalized. Is that really you in there? Oh, Michael, what have they done to you? You poor thing, you gone crazy. Byron, I am not going crazy. This is just a little hard to explain. That's my dinosaur! We found the dinosaur, Sheriff. It's in a truck uh, being driven by your back uh, by your son. Byron? Uh, yes, sir. See a couple of folks back in the hospital. They, they say he stole it. Stole what? The dinosaur. Oh, Jesus. That is my dinosaur that you are threatening. I made him and he is mine. What are we going to do? I will give you... Not if Tammy has anything to say about it. Tammy and the T-Rex. I mean, they just don't make trailers like that anymore. Did did we hear all the dialogue from the film? What just happened there? Even need to see the movie now? It just like gave the entire fucking plot. Uh, there wasn't much of one to begin with. <laughs> let's, let's, let's. I, mean, I know but that it could be summed up in a like minute trailer, but geez, they went through all the key points. Uh, no, so normally, yeah, normally trailers tend to be about, yeah, you know, about a minute and a half, two minutes. This was two minutes. I, I normally try to shrink it down for the show, but man, I had to just let that play in its glorious yeah, entirety. That was just, that, that no, was a, it was a great, was but I, I'm shocked that it literally was like, hey, he gets the, his like there was no spoiler alerts in this movie now. The trailer did it for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I, I the comments too are great. People are like, I if you did not tell me this was a real movie, I would not believe you. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh all right. So listen to Veed. Uh give us, you know, as our unsuspecting victims, give us the elevator pitch for this. How you know, someone had to, you know, pitch very quickly what this movie would be about to get the funding. What do you think they said? What's this movie at its basis level about? So Jurassic Park just came out. Denise Richards has nice tots and that's it. <laughs> Let's so, try to see if we can get some to work with that. No, no, no. <laughs> I 100% agree with Liz that I'm sure you're thinking the pitch was the actual plot, but like having worked in marketing, the pitch was 100%. We need to bite off of Jurassic Park's lead. So we need a T-Rex. And then we need to wait to get someone with big old boobs involved. So uh, cast that uh, that one, Denise Richards. And then what's the plot? I don't know. Something about brain T-Rex, and then we'll figure it out later. Now, if you want the actual pitch that's supposed to make sense about the plot, it's simply 
mad scientist takes the brain of a teenager and puts it in an animatronic T-Rex who is then seeking vengeance slash return to normality in a rampage, killing everyone that has wronged them in the process. All good answers. Uh, well, I, I don't want to say you guys are wrong, but you guys are wrong, and uh, and we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, well, so Nate, let's let's get into it. What uh, what are some of the so uh, one thing I one thing I want to I want to time out on because uh, you know <laughs> we watched the non gore cut of this. Are we? Do we have any understanding of how different how different these two cuts are? Is it we literally? Will... Just like, Here's a bunch more guts, or is it? Yes, uh, it's, it's it's like eight more minutes. It's like the film is eight minutes longer, and it's just that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is of of obscene amounts of gore, like blood and, and guts and stuff. Point. Yeah, that, that's all I wanted to know. We're not missing plot points. We're not missing no, like, no, characters. No. Just like more. I don't guts think you're, on- you're missing them. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think missing was a correct word no, either, no. but. Uh, Nate, what can, okay, tell us about this one. What what what's some fun facts around this movie? So this movie released straight to VHS, December twenty no. first, nineteen ninety four. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we saw it in Fantastic Fest at September twenty nineteen, and it came out on Blu ray uh, November twenty eighth, twenty nineteen, which is when I received it. I I, I pre ordered it before it had even come out after seeing it at Fantastic Fest. Worth every penny. I watched it with the director commentary, so I have a lot of information about this film. Um, the PG-13 cut, the original cut, uh, is 82 minutes long. The Gore R cut is 90 minutes. Uh, you can check this out on Shudder uh, or, as Mitch and I have it, on Blu-ray. Highly recommend the Blu-ray. It's great. Tagline, he's the coolest pet in town. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of pets who murder everyone in our huge T-Rexes, but... That's just me. Uh, the budget for this movie was $1 million. And the box office is who knows. They got our money at Fantastic Fest. So there's that. Uh, IMDb is a 4.7. So mm-hmm. not as bad as you would think. The director is Stuart Raphael. He did some amazingly awesome, terribly terrible good movies. He did Ice Pirates. Has, have any of you guys seen Ice Pirates? No. Highly no. recommend it. He did the Philadelphia Experiment. That was actually kind of a movie. He did Mac and Me, which has an alternate ending. That's one of the mo- the most shocking <laughs> Wait, child deaths what? in the history of film. <laughs> I'm sorry. He did Mac and Me? I did not know he that. He did Mac and Me, yes. Oh. Mannequin on the Move, which isn't even the first mannequin. It's Mannequin 2. Oh. Um, I saw the first one. I haven't seen the yep. second one. It's great. Uh, yeah, Mac and Me features that famous scene where the kid's uh, wheelchair you know, rolls off that cliff into the water that Paul Rudd always does on Conan. If anyone knows what I'm okay. talking about. This sounds familiar now, but I, I don't know. Hold on. I got to look it anyway, up, man. There's, there's an alternate ending to Mac and Me that is one of the most ridiculous child deaths I've ever seen in film. <laughs> Highly recommend going on YouTube and finding it. And then Tammy the T-Rex. So this guy liked to throw in child, young people deaths all over the place in his movies just in case. Uh, and in this one, he got the full you know, the full redo with all the murder. Um, the original title of this was Tanny and the T-Rex. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw that, Mitch, but it yes. says Tanny in the credits. 
uh, and Tanny the T Rex in one of the title cards. Yeah, Lisa so. and Lisa and I had had to pause the movie and have a long discussion about what is this movie actually called. <laughs> Wait, did I call? Did I call Denise Richards' characters Tammy the whole time? But it was Tanny. No, who knows? It, it's the overall level of quality that you can come to expect from this film that they don't even have the main character's name right in the credits. So. There you go. Uh, the actors in this movie, obviously Denise Richards. This was her first uh, kind of starring role in a film. Uh, you know, then she went on to be Starship Troopers, Wild Things, The World Is Not Enough as a nuclear scientist named Dr. Christmas Jones, uh, and a variety of things since then. I believe she was in one of the scary movies. That was the closest I could get to like full-on horror films with her. She is um, currently a real housewife of Beverly Hills as well. She's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. I did see that she had an interview recently in the Washington Post. So Yeah, because she did some scandalous shit. Apparently. So good times. Uh, <laughs> so but she went on to be a you know a successful uh, I would say movie star. you know, B tier movie yeah. star. She married a lunatic that got her a lot more publicity, but yeah. You know, sometimes that's that's how it is. If she didn't done Tammy the T-Rex, maybe that wouldn't have happened. So you're welcome, Tammy. Uh, Paul Walker is Michael barely in the film, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, not at all. Uh, I, I mean, maybe he gave direction to how the, the animatronic T-Rex should move, but I, I doubt it. So he was in the film very briefly. He plays the character Michael. He would all he would go on to be in all the Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, he was, I would say, he was in... Not really. This, this is not really horror people uh, in in these films. He was in, in Joyride or something like that. Yeah, Joyride. Yeah, that's you know maybe it's more of a thriller, but that's that's getting close. Uh, you know, he was in She's All That. Is that yeah, he, stuff? Mm-hmm. yeah, he was. That, that was an important horror? role. Is that a stealth horror pivotal movie? He was in The Skulls. You know that that could that has overtones. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. really anything. I mean, he was in the Fast and the Furious movies. That that's most of it. Um, we got so Byron was played by Theo Forsett. He did Tammy and the T Rex in 1994. He had done some other TV work, uh, some TV movies, and, and one or two other movies. And then his credits ended for 25 years. He came back to be the building supervisor in an episode of The Rookie last year. So he, after Tammy and the T Rex, is like, you know what? I got better things to do with my life. And never, it did not act for over 25 years. Basically, Anything but that movie is better, I would assume. There you go. Uh, we have Dr. Walkenstein. <laughs> Sounds like a playoff Dr. Frank Frankenstein from Young Frankenstein. Uh, Terry Kaiser is you, pro- the most well-known for being Bernie Lomax, the dead person in Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, he was also in Friday the 13th 7, The New Blood, Mitch. Did you catch that at all? I did not, but... He was in there. Uh, He acts so hard that I'm surprised the varnish from the T-Rex didn't come off because he's (laughs) hamming it up. Oh, it's it's real bad. So hard. Uh, One last person I want to throw a shout out to Bobby, the scientist played by John Franklin, who everyone hopefully knows as Isaac from Children of the Corn is in this film briefly until he gets absolutely murdered and his head decapitated. Uh, by Paul Walker's T-Rex in this film. Yeah, he he uh, he sadly is the worst part of this movie. For, oh for my me. god, he's awful. Yes, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know who gave him that direction, 
but they needed to not. <laughs> so, so before we get in the film and I'll, I'll sprinkle in, I'll sprinkle in uh, more of this, but in the beginning of the director commentary, you know, they're talking about how the movie got made. Right. Um, so the reason this movie got made is that this T-Rex was uh, getting sent down to Texas to be a part of a park um, in the, in 1993. And it was going to be stopping in LA for a couple weeks um, to get, you know, whatever delivery service, whatever they're using, there was like a break and then they were going to send it off to Texas to be part of this park. So the director actually got pitched. He's like, Hey, we have an animatronic T-Rex. We got, we got $1 million. You got three weeks, make it work. And he did. He wrote the story. This, there was no story. He wrote the story with his friend in a week, which explains no. quite, quite a bit in this film. All of the film that was shot made it into the movie. There's no deleted scenes. Everything, <laughs> nothing is cutting floor. The whole movie is what was filmed. Uh, every, so from three weeks, from starting to write the script to the movie being filmed and over, it was three weeks. Okay. That tells you everything you need to know about this film. Makes uh, you miss the time, quality, and passion put into Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's, that's something. Uh, maybe, that, maybe that should have been the... Oh, go ahead, David. Sorry. Thanksgiving, Rotten Tomatoes audience, audience score, 43%. Tammy and the T-Rex, 40%. What? what? I think a lot more people saw Tammy and the T-Rex, to be fair. <laughs> There's a lot of family, a lot of family members. I don't think family members. Uh, there are a lot more reviews of things killing, actually. Interesting. All right. All right. So this movie, while they're filming it, earthquakes, mudslides, wildfires. I don't know if you caught this, but in some of like the the smoky sunset shots, you know, that they that they had in the film, some of that smokiness was actually fires. In in the movie uh, it, that I watched with the commentary, they're pointing out where the smoke was in certain scenes uh, because the fires. California is always on fire. I've lived yeah. there for many, many, many years. The fires, the fires were close, and then they had to like. Yeah, the guy's like, yeah. Imagine like having to evacuate your whole cast and crew, and then also making sure you have a backup plan to evacuate the animatronic T Rex that weighs like a jillion pounds. Uh, that was pretty great. Uh, yeah. So that kind of sets the stage for what we saw movie was written in a week by the director and his friend also cast within like a week and then shot within like a week and a half. So there you go. All right. Well, look, I mean, I, that makes sense that, that there's only about, yeah, no, that, that, that checks out. There's only about like five locations in which they shoot. Yep. It, yep. it sounds like something I would have written while like just really drunk with one of my friends. Yep. But joke. I have to tell you the one thing that I was like, props to whoever did this. And I didn't look at who did this costume, especially if you only had a week. That was some dope nineties gear that they had going on. Oh yeah. So props to whoever did their wardrobe in that short time too. I like when we start off with a, with a positive note like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So look, look, you don't get that from me very often. So thank you. <laughs> this, 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 is like from 30, this is like from 30 rock where uh, uh, Liz gets asked like, Oh, how did you like it? It's like, wow, the flyers, the, the font on the flyers was so great. 
<laughs> that's what we're starting with right now. Uh, right. So I did. So I did ask Lisa because again, she she did watch this uh, movie uh, begrudgingly. Uh, so <laughs> here's what she had to think about it overall. I can't even. I don't even know what to say. I have been hearing about this movie from you and from Nate since you went to Fantastic Fest last year. Um, we own the DVD. Because we do, apparently. I don't know why. I'm the one that opened the box, not even knowing that you had bought this movie. And I looked at one, took one look at the cover and said, I never want to watch this. And now I have. Help me. Um, it was just bad. It was just irredeemingly bad. Bad dialogue. Bad acting. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't even know. You know, I was I was telling Mitch that this was great, probably to him and Nate, because they watched it at Fantastic Fest in the middle of the night after they had drank God knows how much. So, of course, then you're fine. But stone cold sober in the middle of the day watching this. um, No, not so fantastic. So, yeah, it's not the best. Um, I will say Listen, David, I am glad you guys had to watch this because you made us sit through Thanksgiving. So you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Lisa and I, look, I think we needed some time away from each other because we are on the same wavelength. She's picking sharks. Uh, we, we are we are just hitting on all the cylinders somehow. Uh, not so, being together. I don't know what it says it, about it, me that I enjoyed both this movie and Thanksgiving. <laughs> so if, if I can kick us off. This yeah. is this is fundamentally the issue that I have with this movie is that and the reason why I love Thanksgiving is that Thanksgiving leans in 100 percent into just how utterly stupid it is. It doesn't like it doesn't like flirt with the idea of being stupid and go like tongue in cheek. Haha. It gives you uh, a. a gravy flavored condom and it gives you an entire song about the dude becoming best friends with the turkey you know it it, it just goes hard into just how fucking stupid it is whereas this movie like it tries to be like kind of like like cheeky like haha we're making some dumb choices of of direction and dialogue and scene but like they're just they're not they're not committed enough like the fucking fight scene like (laughs) <laughs> to stick over standoff, that was pretty good. But like, they could have just gone further. They could have taken it just again, lean into the stupid. Don't just try to like you know circle around it. To be fair, this was 1994, so I, it's a little different. What you could actually do and what was normal to kind of show was a, was a little different. To be to be fair, which makes it even more shocking that they had a they had a gore cut in mind. See, this is the thing. You, di- you didn't see how the viscera of the deaths really impacted <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. The one we saw had a lot of viscera fucking coming out of people. So I don't know if we saw the gore cut, but it's not like this. The there one was we still saw was- like four minutes of brain transplant. Yeah, yeah he, I, I, think, I, think you saw, I think you saw it everywhere. I think you saw it. Did, did the... Uh, did Dr. Walkenstein get spat right into his assistant's face? Um, yes. I, don't I think so. Okay. Well, well, then, I know that, then you I, saw I, the workout. 
Yeah, what we saw was not the PG-13 cut, because there is for sure a scene where the T-Rex scratches uh, the dude's, like... Yeah, you saw it, okay. His guts fall out. Oh, thank God, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. We're on the same page. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah, that that did not redeem it in any way, by the way. Okay, okay, good. The one redeeming thing that did happen that was, like, similar to what David was saying was when he tries to use his hand to pick the guts out of his teeth. That was that was genius. Or when he used his hands to to start dialing on the phone, like is his tiny T Rex arms that come out of nowhere? No, his it's, arms like trans- his arms transform from being like a foot long to like seven feet long, depending on which scene we're talking about. Yes, that it's like great. that shit was funny. They should have rolled more. Like if they they could have made a whole movie out of the arms. I'm just saying. But th- now that you know that they had to film this in like a week. <laughs> Does that help or hurt the movie? In your it opinion? does help the movie. You are right. Okay. I don't okay. know what you can do in a week. I have to give I have to give them credit. Like a week to shoot a movie sounds like nothing. Yeah, I'm not giving them credit. All right. All right. So Mitch, what <laughs> do we want to set up the characters? Do we want to do the kills? What what do you want to start with here? I mean, let's 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 at least set up so, so the major players. They're I mean, uh, first, I just need yeah. to say, from an overall perspective, I've never, you know, Lisa is a very uh, intelligent, very thoughtful, wow. very conscious. Wow. I've never disagreed with a take harder than I did just now. Uh, this movie, <laughs> this movie's incredible. Drunk or not drunk, I was, I was stone cold sober rewatching this, and I was dying. I was laughing so hard. So I saw this. I saw this. I saw this four times. I've seen this movie four times so far. Yeah. Once with my mom. So there you go. And again, I, now again, I also enjoyed Thanksgiving. So maybe, uh, maybe I'm just a, a garbage person. I don't know. It's it's up for debate. Certainly. I, I think all things are on the table, but uh, I mean, look, let's talk about the characters here. I mean, clearly we have Paul Walker. We have Denise Richards, the, the star cross lovers. Um, I mean, I do not know how they managed to still have careers after this movie based on the acting that was on the screen. Have you seen their careers, though? I think I think Denise Richards did fine in this. I think Denise Richards did fine. She can't dance for shit. So I don't (laughs) know what she she was doing at the beginning. She was fucking awful. If you if you had to listen to the director commentary or sorry, got to listen because it was so (laughs) amazing. Um, It's he called Denise Richards innocent. I would say at least 20 times during the commentary. It was a little unsettling. What he was like, he was like, she, no, at, it's like at the time she had never done anything. She didn't want to do the dancing at all. Hated it. Uh, she wears this, lingerie at the end. Yeah. That was not her choice. Uh, <laughs> she's like, Oh, I'm in a movie. Okay. I'll do whatever you say. How her but, worldview changed. It did. I believe it did. But at the time he's like, she was very innocent she wasn't really like comfortable doing the kiss and didn't like to do the dance at the end either. Uh, yeah. So that, that's why that's, that's, that's why you're getting that. Uh, okay. That makes sense. That, yeah. that's, that does look like what someone would dance like if they really didn't want to dance and were forced. To dance. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, you gotta tell me, was this, was this, this was not worse than her as Christmas Jones in the world is not enough. Right. No, like, I, I think she acts well in this. She she is playing a teenager who's having all this crap happen to her. I think semi decently considering the circumstances. I wasn't offended by her. Yeah, the other acting I believe is much worse. Well, I, I think 
He is the best. I guess I should I, I shouldn't be too harsh on Paul Walker. He is barely in this movie. How he's I mean, I almost wonder if he's in it enough to even have a credit to begin with. Uh, he's got a good looking crop top in it. So, you yeah. know, right. he's he's in there long enough to get his dick grabbed by the bully. Uh, and then he, that's he about it. Having an orgasm while his brain is in green Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's that's like five points right there in the overall. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say you can tell that Paul Walker's acting skills really didn't evolve a whole lot post this. <laughs> Like Paul Walker was always literally just playing Paul Walker. What if the well, what if the well, T Rex started racing cars? Hold on a second. What if the T Rex started getting in the, getting into it? That would have been great. I and mean, well, just, look who 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 is he? Another T Rex, and then boom, you got a franchise. Yeah. Well, David, who's he, who's he with? He's with Vin Diesel giving him acting pointers. What's he supposed to? How's he supposed to go from there? Oh man, that's a valid point. <laughs> He had Freddie Prince Jr. before that. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. There, this boy. This, what are you making here? <laughs> Paul Walker was in that movie as well, and she's all that. Best part of it. So we need. Just, we need to do. She's all that as a horror film, Mitch. I, I think that has to happen. We might have to. Yeah, we might have to. Paul Walker had no ch- chance in hell of. Being <laughs> Academy Award winning actor based on yeah. who he has worked on projects with. Um, <laughs> I don't right, know. I mean, right. we, we got so we got this gang, this this random gang of hoodlums who are Billy, either Billy is has a cult with him. Is that can we is that accurate? These it's like a shittier. Like he's got a shittier group of lost boys. The dude. Yeah. The only dude I recognize in this movie that wasn't Denise Richards and. Paul Walker was the dude who's like his like homeboy, like the bad guy sidekick. sidekick is the dude who steals all the shit and can't hardly wait. He's like the little klepto kid. Yeah, no, I think you're thinking of a different dude. That's a different. That's a different dude. But that guy has been a dude. character actor. They could be the same dude. Like they're the same thing. Are they not the same guy? They're I thought I googled it. I googled it. I don't think you're right. Okay. I don't believe they're the same guy. I think those are two different guys. Well, they look very similar then. And then I retract. And they play the same. Per- I mean, they play the same. They they have the same purpose. But no, I don't think they're the same guy. Anywho, it doesn't it doesn't change anything about anything. So that's <laughs> that, that, that is the only dude I recognize too, and I know I recognize him from something, but I have no idea what from. Yeah the uh, the the level of actors in this is not high. A lot of people on IMDb are like, oh yeah, I never, I just never acted again. <laughs> like after Tammy directs, like, you know what? I, I mean, maybe after I, doing this movie, that was a choice. I mean, let's be, I mean, like, I'm never going to be anything better. I'm going to go out on top. Maybe that, maybe that was it. I mean, the, really the person who, who, who got done dirty by this movie was Byron. Right. I mean, Tammy's best friend, who is easily the best character in this whole movie? Oh, one hundred. Yeah, one hundred. Absolutely. Uh, gets the worst disservice. Uh, some really, really bad jokes that have not aged well <laughs> whatsoever. No. I remember. So I remember we uh, we were watching it at, at Fantastic Fest, and Nate and I were, were sitting there. We were drinking and laughing at all the. I think up until for the first half of the movie, we were loving the cops, the the two uh, like sheriffs or whatever. 
dying. And then they made that one uh, don't don't drop the soap or don't bend over line. And Nate just and, and several people in the audience, but Nate particularly very audibly was like, oh, no, like just like like I <laughs> <laughs> like, could not could not contain himself from uh, voicing his displeasure at that line, which agreed. Did not age well. <laughs> Don't worry. In the in the director commentary, they patted themselves on the back for including an LGBTQ person. So there, there's that. For that. He did have dope wardrobe, though. Again, the wardrobe was working. Unless you unless you suffer from epilepsy, then you might be in trouble. But other than that, a lot uh, of primary colors. So I like to point out that the guy that Liz was talking about his uh, his movie list of credits crushes the, the one yeah, of anyone it's else. Yeah, out of control, but yeah. it is not can't hardly wait. Let me tell yeah, you. can't hardly wait. But it's uh, it's Twister, Men in Black, Waterworld, that thing you do, Waterworld, uh, Batman Returns. Cable guy, Jersey Boy. He was in Jersey Boy. That was the most successful actor of this uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, he's the most successful actor of this entire group. He's been in the most films. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the the biggest parts in those films. No, no one cares about parts. I'm just saying what 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 films he was associated with uh, beats the pants out of uh, whatever the hell either of the other two did. Have you seen Into the Blue with Paul Walker and Jessica Alba though? Because that's some really good. Into the blue, you got to tell me what it's about. It sounds familiar, but Paul Walker has no shirt. Jessica Alba's in the bikini. There's underwater treasure. They're scuba diving. <laughs> that that sounds like an epic plot. I mean, how yep. could that's that? it? That's all you really need. Maybe we'd have got we would have gotten the gore cut of that at this year's Fantastic Fest. That would have been. Oh God, I'm so <laughs> disappointed. Okay, so then we got so Billy has a cult. Uh, and him and Tammy dated or they, he wanted to date her. He's already banging other chicks, but he will not let her see anyone else. This is like young Harvey Weinstein esque right here. Um, her dad does nothing too. no, these are the her shittiest dad lets parents him into the house. Like, I wow. know. Why don't you just let your stalker into the house with all their friends? Even yeah, let's, let's just, let's just make it even worse than. Than it already is. Yeah, I mean, the, the the plot really is. I mean, and there's a scene where there is a, a, a groin grab off. What a testicular. A testicular standoff. Standoff. Yes. And it is hilarious. Paul Walker's got a cup on the whole time. What was Billy thinking? Grabbing on like if you grab it onto a cup. I feel yeah, you like you should don't know. You? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I've obviously never worn a cup, but I would assume you would notice that that was there. It's and dicks don't feel like hard plastic. So I think <laughs> yeah. that would be a dick giveaway for most people. Well, that's because I'm just hitting on chicks all the time. Uh, I don't know what that feels like. No also, clue. The second that dude came to start beef with Paul Walker, my first thought was Paul Walker would have fucking destroyed that kid. No, he had a leather jacket on. So, you know, I I would have destroyed that kid. Yeah, that dude looked like he was like five foot five soaking wet. And Paul Walker, we looked it up. But I'm sorry. Six two and uh, looks like he could murder him. Uh, Clearly, y'all didn't see Billy's sick ass macho man elbow drop during the fight. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Give me me a wrestling grade. Well, first we have first we have the the, the wrestling expert. Like what what were we looking at here? What were the moves and what was the sequencing? Well, first there there was the the dreaded. First, there was the dreaded hurly-durly where they spun around it, holding their hands together, and then they fell over. 
Then there was the uh, the macho the the macho man elbow drop, but only from like a half inch off the ground. Uh, and then yeah, then it was a a you know it, it, in old school wrestling they would do the thing where like they do the 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 uh, the strength test where like they they lock they lock hands and then one of them would like be you know forcing the other one down because you're like ah oh, you know like overpowering then then the 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 baby face would like the crowd would get all pumped up and he'd start coming back that was what the double dick grab was was uh you know Billy grabbed first um and then and then. You know, our baby face, our, 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 our hero w- grabbed back and it was the crowd was just, you know, getting him recharged back in the fight. This was a pure rest. I mean, you would have seen this on any 90s uh, WCW Monday Night Nitro. Uh, so this is canon. This is just like the standard wrestling progression. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, I mean, uh, this was up there with Macho Man. And this is up there with, uh, sorry, uh, WrestleMania three Hogan and uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, easy. Um, we're gonna get a lot of hate mail for that comment alone, so I'm excited for that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they kid they kidnap him. Yeah, out of essentially out of Denise Richards's Tammy's bedroom. I mean, this is like forced entry, uh, trespassing, assault, battery. Yes. These people should be in jail. Dad the, just let this shit happen. The cops already knew about Billy. Because when they grabbed him, they were like, the cops already know about you. You're not even supposed to be here already. There's already restraining orders. There's just some, there's just some, look, you know, I think, I think we've hopefully come a long way since then about protecting women. Cause Jesus Christ, if Janice Richards, character had been murdered by this guy would not have blinked an eye. Like, oh yeah, this is totally on brand. It was, that was a horror movie in and of itself that would have, uh, you know, survived the not even being in the gore cut. Um, did what did you guys think about them taking uh, Michael Paul Walker into the reserve? You got you got black leopards, you got lions. What do you think your guys' chances of survival would be? In so this? here's my question: In what fuck world is there a reserve with a one lock, and then you open it, and in the same small area, a fucking lion, a panther, a panther? There was something else too, wasn't there? Probably. And how have they not killed each other? Oh, my. Yeah, I don't know. Lions, Panthers, terrible locks. Oh, my. Let's start with the fact that they opened one gate, and it was, like, literally a standard six-foot gate, which any of these large cats can literally jump over with no problem. (laughs) So, like, that wasn't keeping them in. They are animals that will get out, will explore. And yeah, they, they do not coexist happily in their, in, in those habitats. So they would have all killed each other. Uh, yeah. What, what reserve is this? This, this is not how reserves work. Well, it is the nineties. And it is the most the 90s, Northern California, so You can just fucking break into it. No, they're no. in Southern California or Southern California. More likely. Not that that changes. It <laughs> actually dramatically does. <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't think he survived that, but I also everyone in his group was like very okay with just leaving someone to be murdered by a lion. I mean, minus the one bitch who like had remorse. That's why I said cult, because they're just they're like, Oh, I'll murder for you. No problem. Okay, cool. Uh yeah, I mean, then he goes to the hospital and now what do we think about Dr. Walkenstein? Uh, and his assistant. What do you think about these outfits? I want to get Liz's uh, take on these outfits. Wardrobe. I was about it. 
so much of it, I was like, oh, we would wear that now. It's all come back around. Now I, her, I, I don't know that her attire in the hospital qualifies Not her, uh, like, titty-out attire, which should be a dead giveaway that she's probably not a nurse, but I don't know, maybe. Is it? The 90s, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I know her, her, actually, all of her attire was spectacular. Yeah, uh, assistant Helga. Uh, she was assist, assistant, nurse, I'm assuming lover, obviously of the doctor. Uh, she, she does it all. Um, she, I mean, I think she's really the woman behind the operation. Let's not lie. Uh, you're, I mean, you're probably right. Uh, I mean, she was a great character too. I think the side characters, I think were the highlights for me. Uh, this doctor is, I mean, this acting is from a scale of, of zero to Nick cage. I mean, where are we putting it? We're, we're getting, we're getting close to cage. I think. Yeah, I mean, but like Cage is so far gone, it's good. This is not the the, the roughest part about that scene was I was really trying to figure out how he is in a coma when there's not a fucking wound on him after a lion <laughs> literally ate his throat. It was all internal injuries. Yeah. Like the lion was just boxing him. Like wasn't even <laughs> off the clock. Like I don't even need. I don't even need on him. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I cannot believe that. that. That's what happens when you shoot in a week. You don't have time for makeup and shit of that nature. You just all the you know. makeup was used in the uh, cutting of his head open scene, which was amazing, yeah. amazingly good. Uh, that was all the makeup they could afford. Yeah, I mean, uh, his his guardian is like the drunkest guy ever. He essentially teleports to all locations. Uh, I don't know if he's sober enough to ever get anywhere. No one seems to care. No one seems to care that. His guardian is just hammered all the time, and he has no supervision. No one cares that uh, Tammy's getting stalked. No one cares that people are asking people to, to kill, you know, to kill people, well, leaving actually, them with wildlife. No one cares about anything. The doctor does care because he did want an orphan. He wanted, you know, someone he could steal more easily and be less. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Because I was about to say, like, what's the point of the guardian anyway? And that that is that is the element of the of the story that he needs a guy who doesn't really have a family. And the closest he can get is a dude who's only, you know, guardian is so drunk that he doesn't even know what's going on. Uh, which, mind you, he did kind of let all this pass him by. He wasn't on top of the coma to T-Rex brain transplant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, I've never seen uh, like a eulogy at a funeral with more burping than I did <laughs> with this uh, Uncle Bob here. I mean, that I was understand that like common like, you drink, you burp. Oh, he's like hiccuping. He's like hiccuping, burping. Yeah. No, speaking of acting, yes, the burping is traditionally a, a beer. Outcome. Ah, see, I wouldn't know this. Yeah, yeah. You drink a lot of beer, you're going to start burping because you know carbonation. But if you know you're drinking whiskey, you're just going to die. So the thing about Helga's outfits that wrote in my notes is that this is not you know now we're in a different you know we're in a whole different world, right? I mean, that outfit is not hospital grade PPE anymore, which is unfortunate. They <laughs> no. need it. right. I mean, coronavirus. You can't wear that at a hospital. Exactly. So, I mean, and then, so they, they fake like Paul Walker is dead to steal his body for this animatronic T-Rex that was in Los Angeles for a couple of weeks. So they filmed, they, they pitched and filmed the whole movie around it. Um, they, not only does Byron faint, but Denise Richards faints and they just steal this body. I mean, I think that this town 
should just get swallowed into the earth. Like the, the, the competence level of everyone in every field and every area is so low that I think the whole town should just go away. That, that was my personal opinion. I mean, would the world be worse off if this whole town was swallowed in a sinkhole? No. I mean, you'd really think it was set in Idaho or something. <laughs> I know. That's all I was going to say. Do we know it's – is this like, okay, a, like a crappy Ohio – it's a crappy Ohio town? Like, Yeah, right? you know it's not Ohio because Paul Walker and Denise Richards are good looking. So, <laughs> and you know. there's a black <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. Oof. That is harsh. Uh, also, Richards- this is right. There is a gay black person and they're still alive. Hence, probably not Idaho. Denise Richards is from Illinois. All right. So you're getting, you know, this already Midwest. Illinois is as close to Idaho as Texas is in every possible way. So no. <laughs> no, I'm saying for Ohio or something. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know where this is supposed to take place. It seems like a small town. There's like a bar, you know, that whole barn scene. You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's supposed to be a small town, which could explain some of it. Um, now, the brain. So then they, they steal his body and then they all think he's dead, whatever, blah, blah. Now, uh, Mitch, I want to get your opinion on this uh, surgery scene where they transport uh, Michael's brain from Paul Walker's head into an animatronic T-Rex. Mm-hmm. What what were you thinking during this? <laughs> what was I thinking during this? Yeah, uh, as I, a doctor, what was your opinion? Oh, uh, of course. Uh, I, you know, a jigsaw. I just feel like maybe a jigsaw is not the right tool. I feel like if you're trying to keep that brain intact, uh, a jigsaw brain uh, blade is maybe a little too deep. Um, I, I don't know. There's a whole but lot for going a full Walker brain though. Probably well, appropriate. Uh. I did. I mean, I, hey, Paul Walker Estate, don't come after us. This is not the opinion of the guests or the hosts of Texas Podcast Massacre, just the guests. Okay, sorry. Uh-uh, no, just David. I stood up for Paul Walker. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I really hope that if I'm ever in surgery, I, I, I need someone to vet the that the doctor's not going to make a stupid amount of puns. And bad jokes like the omelet, you got to break a few eggs um, line or that there's some kid cackling the whole way through. I don't know. It was it was a lot to to take in. Um, I, I was also I thought it was really I mean, like I laughed a lot because I, I like stupid shit. But uh, when when he's toying around in the brain and he's uh, <laughs> he's making the dick just like dance. <laughs> That's so dumb. Not, not dance. Pokes, pokes part of Paul Walker's brain. His penis grows to about two and a half feet tall. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, like, I, it pushes <laughs> up the gown. Dramatic. It was uh, it was high. And then and he makes then it like happened, bounce. When that happened in the commentary, they just all laughed. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? We wrote so this dumb. in two weeks. We wrote this in like a week or two with my friend. This is what you get. I don't know what to tell you. Uh. Um. <laughs> Again, that's another point just straight up in the movie right there. The blood spurting is a lot gorier than you think it would be. You wouldn't think like, you know, you wouldn't think this would be whatever. I mean, there's blood spurting on everyone. The big uh, muscular henchman is just throwing up everywhere. Um, You put the I I said it was green bubbling Kool-Aid. 
What was this uh, liquid that's supposed to maintain the brain supposed to be? And why was it bubbling so much? Does anyone have an idea? Science. I mean, and look, I'm not a neurosurgeon. I couldn't tell you. I don't think they didn't even like know the name of the operation they were performing because they kept calling it a lobotomy, which it squarely was not. I don't know how. Uh, it's a, it was a brainectomy. If anything, yeah, that's what exactly. David decided it was as well. well yeah. I thought they that were. Brain- yeah, I thought they were saying they were going to have to perform the lobotomy later. No, no. They to multiple times it's a lobotomy that they were doing. Okay. So. Did they lobotomize him? Bef- like, with was all that poking to make the penis go huge and everything? Was that like part of the lobotomy? Because that was, was medically necessary. Brain. Was that <laughs> was that too much brain for the T animatronic T Rex to handle? I don't know. <laughs> the animatronic T Rex was surviving a little bit better than a person that's been lobotomized good and proper. I would think. <laughs> Making phone calls pretty great. I guess you gotta give a, give it that. Yeah, he can operate a phone call. He can imitate a the rose eating. You know, he had it all. Yeah. Did you notice? So, like the, the, the you know his his uh his layer is a warehouse, right? But the warehouse was just a soundstage. They just filmed on a soundstage with no like <laughs> materials. Like that's how much money they saved. Like when I they mean. Did this. Props. Yeah, that makes sense. No, they didn't have. <laughs> that was the problem. There was a lack of props. No, really. uh, <laughs> is, I'm giving them a lot more credit, knowing that the yeah. working with. I'm I'm a lot more impressed now. All right. No. Yeah. So anyway, they take Paul Walker's braid. It's in the animatronic T Rex, and they go off and they're banging right somewhere. Um. You know, Isaac from Children of the Corn is taunting, is taunting uh, the T Rex. Horribly stapling Paul Walker's brain back together. Yikes. Uh, I mean, you know, more of the story is never taunt the T-Rex. 38 minutes in, we get our first kill. Isaac's head is ripped off. And the thing about this gore cut of this film is that I'm shocked they filmed it this way. The level of gore for this film is mind-blowing. Like, normally someone's head would come off and there'd be some blood, but, like, they're showing, like, they're showing, like, the, the viscera and like the tendons and everything on some of these kills, which is so unexpected. Um, the guy, the director, uh, Stuart Raphael, he came from animal training, which is why he they had the leopard and the lion in the movie in the first place. He came from animal training. That's how we got into Hollywood. Uh, and he actually said like, oh, yeah, we would get like sheep's guts and all kinds of like actual animal crap and like throw that in. And I'm like, yep, makes total sense. That sounds right. Because Jesus Christ, some of these kills are just, <laughs> there's just so much more connective tissue than you think there would be. <laughs> it, 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 it is it's all there. And it's like stuff's popping and like strands are stretching and all kinds of well, shit. Well, these, these decapitated heads, when they come back, I mean, they, the, the heads, like the skin looks melted, right? Like, yeah, it's like completely flat in one scene. Doesn't she just pick up one of the ones that's flattened and like yeah. roll it up in the fucking carpet? Yeah. <laughs> Helga does all the hard work. Uh, well, that's the thing about a T-Rex is that you don't have a lot of tools at your disposable with, with, disposable with no arms, right? You can either step on someone to crush well, them. Well, okay, let's talk about these or, arms real quick. Because hand. these yeah, arms like, defy physics or anatomy. Uh, ooh, 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 maybe the same part of his brain that made his penis extend 
can do the same thing with the arm. <laughs> we just didn't see. You know what? That makes that actually makes sense. I mean, that scene where he throws the the barbell uh, at the T Rex and the T Rex catches it and throws it back. <laughs> May in fact be the best scene in this whole movie. I I, wa- I don't know when he makes when he kills both of them. So he so he he takes Isaac's head off, um, and he st- he he stomps with with more blood than you would expect the the big muscly henchman guy. Then he makes the phone call. I mean, Davi, did you not laugh at that? Come the on. phone call was the, the maybe phone call like, was yeah. the highlight of the movie for sure. <laughs> the fact that all of a sudden this finger comes out of nowhere and this T Rex can dial the phone was just fantastic. But that we did great. spend the rest of the movie struggling to figure out how he could dial a phone yet not find a better way to communicate than the little you know chew rose thing. Yeah, when she when he communicates with Tammy by doing like science and shit, like if you can dial a phone, you should probably be able to write or find a fucking typewriter. Yeah. Well, but dialing a phone only needs one one finger. Writing, like with a pen. Yeah, I mean, maybe typing, sure. Um, put some ink on that one finger. Yeah, put some ink on the finger and then draw on thing. Or fucking find a dirty car and then drag your finger on the car. Like, you think. Like, you have options if you have that <laughs> fine motor skill ability. Again, let's let's look at the brain in question. <laughs> I mean, thank God Denise Richards is a genius at fucking... What do you call it? Charades. Yeah, charades. She's great at charades. That's that's fair. I mean, she's fantastic. Uh, anyway, Paul Walker kills these two people. What do you think about these kills overall in the film? There's people getting slashed. There's people getting stomped pretty, pretty brutally with a car. Uh, people's heads getting popped off. I mean, what what do we think about the kills just generally in this film? The kills. Are I, I thought they were awesome. The kills are great. Yeah. What about y'all? Certainly the better point of the movie. The sex kill was the best because only a dude wouldn't recognize that his partner was being fucking murdered and think that it was an orgasm. He's screaming in pleasure and then screaming in terror. And he's just like, am I good? I'm good, right? I'm good. It was brutal. (laughs) It was perfect that he died in that way also. I mean. For for anyone who's a Bob's Burgers fan, it reminds me very much of the "I'm Good at Sex" song yeah. um, from from the episode where they change health inspectors, which I know is a totally random reference, but uh, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> he didn't look good at sex. Though. I I mean, yeah these 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 murders are great. I did enjoy uh, when he when he helps pick up uh, Byron. Uh, straight up off the ground and, and dusts his, his shoulder pads off. Those were fantastic. Yes. He's very delicate with people. Although yeah, he did kill the one girl, which I guess she was part of the plot, but I don't know that he knew that. So he did seem to indiscriminately kill a little bit. Nah, I don't know. She deserved to die. I mean, I don't and disagree. I hope she in hell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, that. I'll say that again. Nothing I'm, I'm important. Just, I'm just doing my. I'm just doing my worst possible Samuel L. Jackson impersonation from. Uh, uh, what's up? What the hell is that movie? Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> oh no no no! A few good men. A few good men. Sorry sorry. 
Right. No, no, it's not a, it's not a few good men. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. I, I was look to, I, to, to be fair. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> I believe it's a, I believe it's a time it's a time to kill. A time to kill. That's right. Matthew McConaughey as the hunky yeah, 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 lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 McConaughey yeah. and a time to kill. Yeah, they deserve to die, and I hope the bird in hell. That's... You're confusing that with uh, Jack Nicholson. The, the, yeah. No, the drop we did yeah. with uh, Dave Chappelle. Can't with, the truth. Yeah. That is a few good man. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean. He look the T Rex even comically trips people at that he part. Does, yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. There was some Stooges kind of action going on <laughs> in this, but you know it's it's great when you comically trip people, but then when you straight up smash their body, murdering them with blood spurting everywhere, it's like holy shit! Oh. I felt the worst for the car deaths. Um, the people are hiding under the car, and a T Rex drops the car right on top of them, squishing them. I mean, there's so many people. Or just flattened in this movie. See, that was the major to me. I was like, I when that scene happened, I was like, I now I have to Google when Jurassic Park versus this came out because major bite from Jurassic Park, yeah. Well, this was filmed in '93, I think, so, uh, before I believe uh, the uh, Jurassic Park came out. So it was just, hey, look, there's only so many things you can do with the. A T-Rex. A T-Rex. A T-Rex. If you get and, a and, and, and we have a lot less options than the people in Jurassic Park. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we, only got, we only got one or two avenues for murders here. Jurassic is 93, so. Yeah. And this is filmed right before the other one came out. But yeah, I mean, it's it's brutal. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the blood coming out of people's mouths. Did everyone who died deserve it is really the question, right? Um. You know, Billy obviously deserved it. Everyone who tried to have him murdered in the animal reserve, you would assume deserves it. Um, does everyone who died from this at this party, like, is everyone, did he identify everyone correctly? Like, what do we think here? Or is this some indiscriminate murder? Just because I think there is at least some indiscriminate murder. I don't think every party goer can be traced back to the to the faithful events where he gets mauled by the lion. Yeah. But again, well, and, town, and I wonder how much how, how many of these deaths are accidental. Like, you know, I mean, I, T-Rex can't like see exactly what he's walking over. Well, and also in fairness to him, no one noticed a T-Rex at a party for like five minutes or a funeral. Let's not forget that he, <laughs> yeah, he attended. Don't, don't, his, uh, don't go to the don't go into the funeral quite yet, because <laughs> I have I have so many. I have so many comments about that. Um God. Okay. Now let's get I, into the funeral, man. Because I mean, fine, let's get in the funeral. Yeah. It's, but let's get. I wanted to talk about the kidnapping. How did he carry Tammy away? Is the real question. She wrote him. She wrote him. Yeah, but how did she get up there? Dude, that made some gross comment about how she could really ride that dinosaur. Yeah, that, you could tell she she was with him because he was how she was walking weird. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But when she first gets there, she like faints. Right. Like how, how did that happen? Like the first. Extendo arms. <laughs> okay. Extend, okay. We're talking okay, go, go gadget arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, animatronic. Hold on. There could have been. Yeah. Linger up. And then he, he can work it out. He can dial a phone. He can pick up Denise Richards. That's true. Okay. All right. So the funeral, the Mitch set the scene for this funeral. Cause wow. Wow. This is, 
is a lot of jumps, logical jumps here. Well, uh, okay, the- so they needed they needed to get his body back uh, in order to put his brain back in there. Um, and so the idea was that they're going to wait until after the funeral to to to, to steal the body. Um, this turns into a body snatching film. Yes. Very much so. I, awesome. I, what I, what I, you know, there's a eulogy from the, from the drunk uncle who is, who is still drunk. Um, and then, uh, yeah, not really a whole lot. This is a, a pretty lackluster funeral. Um, did no one think that a body decomposes? Not in this town. <laughs> Cause I was actually impressed that they didn't just leave like Paul Walker intact and someone went like, we'll put him back in Paul Walker. Like, you know, every other movie would have not actually had him decompose. So props for that as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean what about what about Denise Richards outfit at this funeral? <laughs> the dope is the crush velvet. I mean, she covered the skanky part up for the funeral. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I, Liz, I am Liz is a 10 out of 10. In the here. costume department, Liz is just given... <laughs> All I'm the all the, uh, all the awards. You, I would wear that crushed velvet dress today. <laughs> I mean, not in a quarantine because I look like a homeless person for like the past four months, but in life. Okay. All right. Well, I would yeah. I would socially distance myself from my <laughs> wife. <and she> was- <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, yeah. Well, look if they look. If, Whatever studio, if if y'all have these these uh, these uh, garments just laying around, taking up a uh, storage space, uh, again, let, write to us, Texas Podcast Massacre at gmail.com. We will we will get them to Liz off your hands, easy. Uh, uh, this funeral, I mean, the the T Rex is straight fucking crying. I mean, <laughs> monster feeling. What, what is the size of tree that he's hiding behind? I mean, there are a lot of people at this funeral. You know, there's like at least, you know, a couple, maybe two dozen people at this funeral. I mean, there is a fucking animatronic T life-size T-Rex hiding it behind some small tree within seeing distance of the funeral. So it's hard to tell the scale of that T-Rex, but that is not, there's no way that's life size. Like a T-Rex would be so much larger than that. Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Based on the natural history museum. No. no. So T-Rex can go from 12 feet to 20 feet. So this might've been like a, this might've been a baby. Ooh, what if it was a baby T-Rex? That's sexier. Ah, there we go. Okay. Maybe this is like a, you know, this is like a, like a you know seven year old equivalent T Rex maybe that was it uh, yeah it, I don't think it was quite twelve feet tall I, I think that that's probably that was I don't think it fits in that barn if it's twenty feet tall for still sure still doesn't doesn't hide behind trees well but you know yeah maybe this is maybe this is an adolescent uh, T Rex but yeah I mean it's it's the least stealth I've ever seen anything it, it's comical it's so <laughs> the great. way in which that machine walks. Is ridiculous. Well, because it, it doesn't walk. Doesn't walk. The way in which they <laughs> film it to walk is air quotes here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's like, oh god, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, the the after the funeral, I mean, three seconds after the funeral is done, the the uh, the T Rex is there, and they're dragging the the body out and then they get accosted by 
Dr. Walkenstein and Helga. What do you think about this fight scene? I'm putting fight in quotes here, but what about this fight scene? In an, in an open grave. I was going to say a lot of rolling on corpses. It looks like a like a scene out of like a British comedy, like a I was going to say, pipe. put some Benny Hill music behind it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was it was something. The slapstick yeah, something. I don't know that it was a fight, but it was something. But I can tell you what, they were dressed for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hell- Look, I might be body snatching, but I gotta look my best while I'm doing it. All right, like, like I gotta be real, just in case there's some photographers watching me body snatch or something. I gotta be dressed my best. Um, then, yeah, so there's like a rolling on. There's a lot of rolling on corpses. Why are there so many fucking rats in that? That's I have what, no yeah. idea. Man, no wonder it decomposed so quickly. Yeah, and then there is a car chase. I'm, I'm using the word chase loosely for like, what is it? Like a, like a sixth of the movie is this one car chase. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Like, it seemed like it was most of the film. Um, yeah. It was not very fast. What do you think about this car chase on like Paul Walker? You know, his brain was in the, it was in the T-Rex. And I, did he learn something from this for furious or, or what, what are we thinking here? I mean, they, they very quickly found a trailer that could tow a T-Rex. It's true. So someone was thinking on their feet. And that was the same trailer they were obviously using to get it around. What one would assume. <laughs> well, repurpose is like the name of the game for them, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like the car chase was probably literally footage of them just moving the T-Rex back to where <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> the delivery service. Yeah. Yeah. That and then they put the camera on the back, and that's how they filmed the other car following him because they're trying to go from <laughs> set to set. That actually could be exactly what it was. Which would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, this car chase happens for so long. You know, then there are some pretty great jokes about, you know, trying to get multiple bodies now for this brain. I mean, this oh, is like yeah. a horror film. You know, there's body snatching, putting brains. I mean, this is kind of a, like a Frankenstein monster situation. I mean, there's all kinds of undertones that are just glossed over with hilarious jokes. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, but you yeah. get that part, and it's like like the typical mall scene when like a girl is trying different outfits, but they're doing it with bodies that they're about to snatch. Yeah, right. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I thought that was kind of awesome. I don't know. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Very macabre kind of just coming. I mean, but the- it was nice that she, you know, was giving him a chance to pick it out. She even gave him the option of the dude, the small wiener. Like she was willing to self-sacrifice there. But she wasn't really thrilled about. Uh- a, a girl in case he want you know he wanted to try something she different. wasn't thrilled about the small wiener either but she gave she gave them both his options <laughs> i don't know how you can tell if a dead person has a like i mean they're already dead like how i mean i i guess you could okay never mind. she was immediately offended by it if willem defoe <laughs> is dead it's gonna be obvious right I, mean, I, I, guess, I guess i guess i guess it makes sense okay that's fair <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't know if I was a grower or a shower. Well, you know? I just, you don't know that. You this can't is, really evaluate. I mean, this is a small town. I feel like she's being unnecessarily like picky, she, picky here. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I got, I got I'm teenage yeah, corpses yeah. that looked pretty good. That is a good question. Reason. Yeah, who's killing all these teenagers? <laughs> right, Billy. That Billy and his cult is just murdering people in the whole town. <laughs> this is just like one small. There's a whole series about like Manson esque murders happening from Billy, most likely. Um, yeah, I don't know, but 
they they don't get to find it. I mean, it's just so comical how everything happens. It's it's so slapstick and ridiculous. Um, well, they just have the dude's hog tie, and they're like, "I'm just gonna convince them to put your brain back in this person." Yeah, I don't know. Also, I feel like the reverse feels really hard too. Like, sure, maybe you've mastered putting a brain in an animatronic thing, but do you know how to re-put a brain in a person? Oh, sorry. I think we forgot the part where when they took the brain out, I don't think the brain was attached to anything. <laughs> I don't remember severed the spine from the brain. It was like they, uh, they oh, pre- the brain just pops out with a little bit of effort. Uh, I don't think that's how anatomy works. They 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 pre-popped it. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, but that's what they did. Oh. Um, well, yeah, Paul Walker looks like a guy that had a pre-pop brain. That's that. That's what is God? What is Jesus. the animosity here? Paul Walker was a lovely man. <laughs> he, he seemed to live a good life. He donated to charity. What's your problem with him? <laughs> wow. I think he, I mean, David. It really sounds like you need to show your rage against William Dafoe based on earlier comments. <laughs> Uh, Willem Dafoe is getting so much airtime on this episode. <laughs> he's he's the real winner in this entire situation. I mean, uh, look, can we just fast? Let's fast forward real quick to to just the end here. I mean, we have a shoot off. Yeah. Uh, we have- hold on, hold on. Did the T Rex and Tammy have sex in the barn? That's the question. She was like, make make herself look presentable before Byron came in and led the cops there. So hilariously. Yeah, that's true. Look, I got to get presentable. Like what was going, was there a T-Rex person sex? Did that happen in this movie? I'm like horny in that movie. So I just don't think we, in, in that part in the nineties, maybe they were as uh, modern technology had really caught up on the fake uh, animatronic penises. Uh, Cause I mean, I, I, I don't know. I didn't, we didn't see under the hood. I've got to assume there was not an animatronic penis on this. Uh, well, maybe, T-Rex. maybe Paul Walker uh, learned how to like use his extendo arms to poke his brain. To how get do we going. know this animatronic T-Rex was a, a male T-Rex anyway? <laughs> I actually didn't know where you were going with extendo arms to poke her. <laughs> you went extendo arms to poke. And I was like, what? Are, what is he going to poke his own brain? To the yeah. I, it's not the route. I thought you were going with that. Yeah, it's not the route anyone thought. And yet, <laughs> it's a possibility in this film. That's it's all great. about her. I don't know. I think, th- I mean, I think there was maybe some foreplay or something. Something happened there between this animatronic T-Rex and uh, Denise Richards. But no, um, this, this, this shootout is, is I mean, the, the doctor, or as they call him, it's that lazy doctor and that lanky bitch again. <laughs> which is a pretty, pretty great line. That's a great line. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's just, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde murder. Uh, you know, once they get murdered and then the doctor, his whole guts get spat in Helga's face. She runs away with her ass out. Did anyone notice that? Yes. No, but yeah, her ass was out. She's the star of the movie. I mean, it was, I mean, look, he spared her. He's like, like, I knew it wasn't you. Maybe she, maybe she wasn't the brains behind the operation. If she was, she got out scot-free there. Um, That's what, that's what I'm going for. That's the, that's the thought that keeps me happy. But then it's like a hundred cops shooting guns all in the direction. I mean, (laughs) I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, it was, it was so sad, but no, it's not the end. There is a really awkward Strip tease 
to a br- an open. This was an open container. His brain was in, right? Yes. Yes. Hooked up to. Oh my! God, I mean, <laughs> electricity of some kind. Yeah. Electricity, electrically hooked up, uh, and then you can hear now talking. Um, well, and it had a video camera because obviously he had to watch her do her striptease. Yeah, and she did not want to do it, which looked obvious. And yeah, then that he essentially did not look happy about that. He like brain juice orgasms. What are we calling this? She also first gives him alcohol by just pouring alcohol in his brain. There's an open. <laughs> her brain is in an open like it's like you it's like a punch bowl. Like you just serve punch in that like at a party, and that the brain is just sitting in there. Like open air, like there's no problem. But, but, but she could only give him one drink a day. They, that was the rules. Well, yeah, yeah when you're doctor. just pouring it straight in, yeah. What 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 specialist do you go to? Like the doctor said, hey, you can only have one drink. What doctor is this? What doctor is the one that's like, hey, I got to monitor your 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 untethered brain. Well, I, like, I it's like, hey, let's keep a lookout for some fresh, good-looking, big-dicked corpses. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. I, 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 this relationship is totally doomed, right? Like there is, she can't just, she's never going to really be able to look him in the eye at any point and say, I, I love you for your personality. Right? Like, no, she's so in- invested in like, we're getting you a body, <laughs> you know? I, I, I mean, she's even going down to what, like frozen, like, you know, the survivors from alive to try to find, <laughs> find people. Yeah, yeah. I forget where, what, what was her source of bodies. She said there was a ski accident. That's yeah, right. like they got frozen or something. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd be preserved. I think so this is the start of like a body snatching movie. Pretty checked out. So this, no, I was gonna say so the science checks out. She was looking for frozen bodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they wanted to keep it accurate. <laughs> oh man, this this I ending. Mean, Friend, man, she's like that's that's commitment. That is commitment, especially high school too, right? I mean, you yeah, know, she's about to go to college. No, she's not. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Well, I mean, look, I, 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 I these parents are terrible, but there was a, a certain joy in watching. Like, you know, the dad hears that music crinkle and it's just like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like the lock turning, you know, <laughs> your parents' bedroom. It's like, oh no, oh no, you know. It's uh, the brain is still better than Billy or whatever his fucking name was. So yeah. she upgraded. That's true. That is true. Oh goodness! All right, well, look, we we have talked for uh, at my count, uh, well over we're further along than this movie was. Uh, we're yeah. well past the ninety minute mark. So look, very quickly, I want to know, what is your final cut? Final cut. <laughs> All right. Now, before, uh, well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to hers. Uh, let's start, uh, Liz, let's start with you. Where do you, where, where out of 10 on whatever rating scale you want to give it? What are you giving this movie? Uh, I do. Bear in mind, we have, we have spent well over. <laughs> <laughs> 90 minutes discussing it. I can talk about anything, unfortunately. That's fair. I'm going to give it a solid two extendo T-Rex arms. Okay. Okay. Two out of ten. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. I, I, I forget what other ratings have done, but I'm going to give it a... Um, let's go with... 
three three what units am I giving it? Oh, three testicular standoffs. That's mm. it. Okay. Oh, so there's an what extra is, is, testicle set in there. It sounds like. Dobby <laughs> wants to be included. <laughs> Dobby, you got two people grab each other. Dobby just runs in and just double grabs. Like, hey guys, <laughs> what so, are Dobby, we doing? What, what did the movie? The giant cock. Yeah, that sounds about right. What did the movie start as? Was it lower after we before we started talking about it? Or did the did the ranking go up while we talked, or was it the same? Eh, about the same. Well, I think we've decided that the movie should advertise on front cover filmed in two weeks. <laughs> Fair. That would have helped our point, yes. But it doesn't change the quality of the movie. It just changes the circumstances around the quality of the movie. Gives me a different view of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh <laughs> Nate, what about you? What are you giving this? I mean, I so I think this movie's great. The the gore cut is is solid. Uh the 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 deaths are surprisingly brutal. The movie, if you actually think about it, goes to some pretty dark places, asking, you know, existential questions like, you know, what is humanity, right? I mean, if my brain's alive and I'm hooked to a video camera. I can still, I can still get off. So I mean, you know, what is humanity? And this is asking the questions, um, the tough questions. And that was the whole point of this movie. Just kidding. It's terrible, but in a great way. I'm gonna give it six out of ten tannies. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, Nate, I, I totally agree with you. This movie is so good. Look, bad movies when they're like this laughably bad are just they're they're a joy they're a gem that you want to share with the world i i i i want everyone to watch this movie because it is so great everyone everyone watch it needs to be like a shared experience with everyone everyone should be able to to talk about how this movie affected their lives again this we're not shutter we're not being paid by shutter although we should probably should be but there's seven day free trial you can watch tammy the t-rex for free or or go the Showtime route. <laughs> really, I mean, they, well, they have that new Penny Dreadful series. I think Showtime's probably you know we'll take we'll take a Showtime we endorsement. We had Showtime for some reason. I don't remember why we thought we had it. No, we did, and we canceled it. We used our free trial for Showtime. We watched it for a bit, then we canceled it, and so now we didn't have. Again, I still think trial. we watched it for the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, that's probably right. Have you tried a getting a, a Have you tried getting another Gmail account? We use both of our Gmail accounts, so we've been yeah. on it more have than once. Have you tried once, getting so. a third one? <laughs> yeah, that would have taken way more time than it's worth to just spend a little bit of, like, you know, I don't know. What was it, an extra six bucks? Yeah, but David's never going to remember to cancel Showtime. Imagine the metrics from Showtime's side. Like, oh, someone, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, what, do the, what do the new subscribers look like? Oh, someone paid 10 bucks, watched Tammy and the T-Rex, and then paid us for a year. Wow, that is okay. We need to get more of this movie. Like, is that <laughs> what they're gonna see? I'm getting oh, the yeah. You're you're talking. Look at that observation. If you look at that record, it would literally be me signing up, <laughs> watching Tammy the T Tammy and the T Rex, and then giving up like 120 bucks afterwards. <laughs> I like, hated it so much. Yeah. I canceled from Showtime. Whoever's doing their like their their data science modeling is wondering now. Like, can I just throw this out? This is a trash. Fucking report. No, they just see it. someone only watched Tammy the T Rex. That's all they wanted from us. Okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Better oh keep this gym to ourselves. All right, Mitch. Sorry. Well, so, what was your what is your sorry? What's your rating out of ten here? 
I mean, look, there's there's so much in this movie we didn't even talk about. Uh, the opening song uh, is oh yeah, of course, uh, it's just fire. Uh, it, about being the dinosaur man. Oh man, the the terrible cheerleading uh, thing that's going with it. We never talked about why Doctor Valkenstein sounds like Dracula, uh, but he does. Well, no, his, his his accent vacillates pretty heavily. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a. So I mean, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite is in this movie. Yes, that was very exciting. Yes. pizza. Yes. And he stayed far too long for a T Rex to be in the room. The, the thing is, like, oh, how old was he in, in Napoleon Dynamite? Now that you think about that, like, that's yikes. Oh well, he was a teenager in the movie, so if, for Hollywood standards, he was like 35, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, and then, and I know it's good because I I spent more of the time watching Lisa watch it, and I only do that for movies I'm very excited about. Uh, <laughs> she put her hand in her head, no less. I counted eight times throughout this film. That's yes. a winner. I mean, that is. I give this movie, and I'm going to give it just one less than that. Seven out of ten. Uh, Lisa saying who who the hell wrote this because that was said multiple <laughs> times as well. Oh shit! It, it's such a great movie. Poor Lisa, um, she's yeah. already sleep deprived. Oh yeah. Uh, in fact, Lisa did leave us with her final cut, so she could be our our tiebreaker here since we I think average out about uh, you know yeah even. Let's see what she says. I don't know. I this is where I turn to Nate usually, and I say. What did I give something like Thanksgiving? Um, and then Nate inevitably brings up my omen score, which good Lord, Nate, let it go. Um, <laughs> gosh, I I really did like Denise Richards friend. He was, he was the saving grace of this whole movie. He was the best. Um, the animatronic T-Rex was done pretty well. Um, I know Mitch told you guys a story about, how that came about. I, I don't know. And at Paul Walker, Oh, he was so young and so cute. Oh my gosh. But you only saw him for a few minutes. I, I at the risk of being too high a score. Oh gosh. I don't know. I'm between a two and a three right now. <laughs> yeah, I really am. I'm probably going to give it a three. It was, I don't know. I will never, ever, ever, ever watch it again. And there were some parts that were funny. So I guess a three. That's what we'll go with. Also, to everyone out there, I miss you guys. The baby is starting to sleep better. So hopefully I will be back soon. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh, nice. three. Three. A pity three. I may have been in the background pointing, <laughs> pointing. I may have been, I may have been making a raise the roof sign to her uh, while she was <laughs> trying to lobby to get it uh, higher. Uh, uh, she extend, she extended uh, that that ranking. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, this. Well, I feel vindicated, so we're good there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that she was worried about giving it too high of a score. <laughs> Three. Oh shit! All right. They want to. They want to encourage encourage us to like. I mean, imagine you know the Omen was the third episode, and I still talk about her rating on that. If she would have given this like a four or five, I think I might have talked about it every episode. The Omen's <laughs> so. like an actual movie. To yeah. be to, in her defense, Lisa Lisa I had, I had, had not seen 
any real horror movies up until that point. So ah, okay. <laughs> we probably dropped that on her a little too early. So that's. You did make her watch Rosemary's Child while she was pregnant, didn't you, too? She has been through two pregnancies on this podcast. So, yes. Yes, we did. Um, well, yeah, but there's some movies that are worse to watch while pregnant. <laughs> uh, no, no. Mitch threw Rosemary's Baby out because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, look how great of a husband I am. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great by comparison. That's probably why. Right. Uh, all right. I, <laughs> there you have it. Nate, where could they find us? You can find us, as always, at TX Pod Massacre on Twitter, Texas Podcast Massacre at gmail.com. Send us your emails, send us your questions, send us well wishes to Lisa. Hopefully, she can come back soon. Uh, she's still being held hostage, watching terrible movies, so you can rest. People who have been asking about Lisa, you can rest assured she's still in about the same uh, terrifying place she was before. Give us a five-star review, Apple Podcasts. Put a movie in there. Uh, we will review it. We got a review <laughs> mentioning The Omen itself recently and and Lisa's score of it, which warmed my heart. So keep those coming. Uh, Texas Podcast Massacre on Facebook, on Instagram, and all your other podcast platforms. That's right. Listen to Veed. Awesome to have y'all back. We need to do this again sooner than later. Uh, we'll try to see what other terrible shitty movie we can, or, or if you have a, it's, I guess it's your turn. We, we have sort of gone back and forth. So now I guess it's y'all's turn to pitch a, a terrible movie. You want Nate and I to sit through, uh, as revenge. See, like, uh, I'm, no, see, it's nothing about you, Mitch. It's all about ruining Nate's life. Oh, I'm, but, wait, I, Mitch, this was oh. Mitch's pick. This it doesn't Mitch's matter. That's, pick. you know, Nate, you just, <laughs> I have blinders on for yeah. this, Nate. After, after the first two with you, I'm done. Yeah. After tourist trap is tunnel vision. It's, yeah. It's yeah. fuck Nate. Nate can go to hell. away. Uh, I, if, you, if I really hated you, there is a tra- Thanksgiving Thanksgiving three. I know. I, I actually I actually did watch it. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I took the little, little wind out. Of, I know he's, he's trying to prep himself. Three, outer space. They're looking for the lost Thanksgiving two uh, movie that was filmed. Yeah, it's uh, absolute that garbage. Sounds like genius. There's also yeah. Ginger Dead Man. I mean, there's a there's a a wealth of terrible horror movies out there. Ginger Dead Man being with Gary Busey. So, you know, I actually have seen that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it's great to have y'all back. Uh, This episode is literally could have been summed up in five minutes as, you know, fuck off Idaho, fuck off Nate and, uh, Liz and Lisa, Liz and Lisa are thirsty for, uh, Paul Walker and William, uh, will, uh, Willem Dafoe. So, yeah, I don't think Lisa would like hearing that. Second part. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, it's not respectively. She, I think she was more the the Paul Walker. She just kept saying, "Oh man, he was so young. He's hardly in the movie." She was very upset he was hardly in the movie. So I had to, I did have to hear that quite a bit through the movie. That's a small price to pay. Uh, <laughs> all right, that'll wrap it up from all of us here at Texas Podcast Massacre. Thank you so much for tuning in, and just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>